What is up, everyone? I'm Michael Jewell, and welcome back to Theater Greater Than Film, the show where we watch a movie, very unprofessionally critique that movie, and then try and do some improv to one-up said precious, amazing in this case, movie. As always, I promise you, we will fail every single time. Before we get started, allow me to welcome my amazing partners and yes, anding my own Lancelot of the Revolution, Keisha Mills. Welcome to the day. How's it going? Good. It's better now. It's better now. <laughs> and of course, the regal Virginia Gabby. Why, I do say hello. Good day. Ugh. And today, <laughs> we have something very special for you. So a little bit of a special episode, kind of cutting in. And in honor of our holy trinity of America, we will be talking about Lynn Miranda's magnum opus, Hamilton. Beep, beep, beep. It's obviously massively huge right now, something I think that has been one of the biggest pieces of pop culture over the past four or five years. So when it came out on Disney+, Plus, we said, we can't throw away our shot, so we gotta do it. So we did it, we watched it, and we're about to get into it. So let's do that, let's go. Yay. Virginia, let's start off yes. with first impressions. What'd you think of the Hamilton movie musical? Obviously- Yes with the musical musical yes so it's my third impression of the musical but my first impression no it was actually the second impression of me watching it because I couldn't wait for you guys True. <laughs> <laughs> so I watched it like the day after it came out my first impression is I'm glad they kept the audience I liked being able to hear the hoots and hollers and the laughs and the claps but then it is cool that they took the audience out and did some close-up stuff and um, for the most part you don't totally notice the editing and that made it a cooler experience because it's an expensive show so I've never seen anyone's face right yeah, that's a good point <laughs> like the bougie version in like you know Kansas you don't you still don't see anybody's face because you're a million miles away right even in Kansas it's still like I don't know 800 bucks to see it <laughs> Yeah, so I was in the last row, you know, near the back of the theater both times. But what was cool was the first time I saw it, I was on the main floor on the last row. And then I was in Austin, I was on the balcony. So I could actually see the dancing a lot better. And that was cool, too, was I thought um, they did a good job. Videoing dance can be kind of hard sometimes, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you have that much, much differentiating choreography all at once on a, on a big stage. You have 30 people. You know, some people are doing small little stuff. You have the main yeah. doing their stuff and then you have other people on other levels and it's kind of hard to follow. But I think you're right. They did a really good job. Yes. What do you think? First impressions? It was just, it was everything to me. And I just, it's been a really long time since I've seen like a musical or like really invested in anything like uh, theatrical. And so to like be able to see this and since it's something that's like so talked about for so long and I like when I remember when it first came out everyone was like it's such a great show you should listen to the music but I was like I can't listen to the music and not see the show because then I'm just it doesn't connect so now I can connect the two and enjoy it all like over and over and over again and again and again <laughs> 
That's funny you say that because I was the exact opposite. I list of the when it came out, I think uh, on Spotify, uh, it had dropped like you know a few of the songs. And I was like, what is this like weird hip hop history song <laughs> stuff? Like I was like, all right, it's cool, it's cool. But when I really got into the whole musical on on online on Spotify or whatever, I was I I was listening to it nonstop, nonstop. Uh, like I, I think I mentioned in 2016, I had like some ridiculous number of listens and on Spotify it's my most listened album like two years in a row because I was just non-stop playing it over and over again and I really thought it was cool because I, I pictured stuff like I started making my own scenarios of who's talking how and like you know Hamilton and Washington are spatting at each other and you're, they're kind of mad at each other because he's trying to be over ambitious I was imagining what that scene looked like and then when I finally got to see it as it was intended I was like oh that's what they're doing with envelopes like they're throwing it around like making it like you know making it rain and all it's like oh that's so cool to finally see whether my vision lined up with their vision which most times it didn't but sometimes I'm like yeah I did think it would be like this and that was cool for me I don't know what's really cool so I'm a musical theater nerd I did musicals in middle school high school so I have always been the kind of person who would listen to the soundtrack before seeing something and so it like warms my heart to see a beefy personal trainer who's like I listened to the musical soundtrack before I even saw it. It just warms my heart so much because I've always been that nerd. So, oh uh, well. First off, thank you, everybody out there. I <laughs> I appreciate that entirely. No, but I I think I know what you mean because it's definitely like I was at work, you know, like telling people, you know, like yo, you gotta check this top history shit out is nuts you know i could not get enough of it uh i thought it was and we'll talk about it in a second but you know first impression i just thought from the musical perspective from this perspective like it really just sealed the deal of like how cool i thought this was or how well done this is as a a, a piece of art and all like throughout top to bottom like you know the fact that there's you know small even in there's like easter eggy moments where bad people are handing him things to write with to like sort of be the bad devil on his shoulder we'll talk about that in a second but I really love that there's a lot of small imagery that means so much and then when you finally get to see it it, it like really for me it just sealed everything up I was like yes this is great now of course there's been a whole bunch of controversy in recent times because there's a lot going on that is much bigger than this play much bigger than this just the meaning of this musical and I don't know that I want to dive into that too much but there is a there is the fact that there this is a portrayal of a bunch of people who are not good people by most standards, right? Like aside from their willingness to be revolutionaries and change their their lives and change their country, there's a whole bunch of other stuff they did too that is very, 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 very detrimental to a lot of people who exist in this country. I don't want to dive into that too much because I don't think that that's what this play is trying to do. Um, I think this play latched onto the aspect of these people as being rebellious and finding their voice and trying to make a difference. And that's the thing that Lin-Manuel latched onto as him thinking that this is a hip hop story. This is people coming from the streets, trying to rise up against society's best wishes and doing that, right? So that, that let me know how y'all feel about that if you wanna dive into that more, but I didn't wanna dive too much into it, but there is an unavoidable elephant in the room in that regard. Uh, you guys have any thoughts before we actually start talking about this play? Oh, I was just gonna say, I think when it first came out, I, I like thought about that stuff a little bit because I'm like, oh, Thomas Jefferson, like right. not the best. And 
The only, I think that the actors brought a lot to it in their, like, when I listened to them talk about playing those roles, it helped me kind of understand where they were coming from and what they were understanding as the story that needed to be told and things like that. Yeah. As an actor, seeing, like, an entirely blind-casted, like, show was so refreshing, and it gave me so much hope that, like, my dream of being an actor wasn't this thing. Like, I got told by a college professor that I shouldn't be a theater major because the only roles for Asian people are either to be, like, in Shakespeare, which I don't do, or to be dressed up like a penguin where no one could see who I was. Yeah, and so to see just, like, it doesn't matter. You're already suspending your disbelief. What does it matter? that to me was something that that was so powerful to me and then when I listened to the actors talk about their feelings and how they digested being in those roles that also helped me to understand what they were trying to say yeah Yeah, that's definitely one thing that um I thought of um after watching it a couple times is I would never think to see black people in these roles but like it's necessary like to have those roles you know to see like she like you you stated like that wouldn't be in a role that if it was like any like any other play with just a all white cast like there's so many times it's like well I don't know what part I will play but hopefully I get something here you know what I'm saying like how discouraging that is but to have an opportunity like this to be a part of a play like this that is so culturally it can be culturally driven to people people of color to see the history that you probably don't want to hear about because you are you, you hear about it all your damn life um until you graduate um but to see it this way in a way that you can remember it and it's refreshing and like they dance like you and they talk you know what I'm saying you can you can feel it I think it's refreshing and I think Lynn did a bomb ass job yeah bomb ass job it's, it was Lin-Manuel mandatory to have everybody be played by some people of color and I love that I absolutely love that but I just wanted to put that out there so that, that we can have a moment to, to, to breathe on it because I think it's important to recognize there's multiple layers that what this represents but you're absolutely right layer is it was an attempt to really switch up this genre this historical genre and have interesting music music that is driven by hip-hop and r&b and like the the modern pop culture and then lace that in with some reasonable facts well i know i'm sure virginia (laughs) on the list of how nefarious like hamilton actually was and all that but but either way uh getting into it i absolutely love that they tried to make this a movie it felt like there was moments you know they when when washington comes in and when king george comes in it's this huge camera angle coming from behind their heads and they're walking back into the stage you see the audience in front of them and it's really, really cool that it wasn't just like a static camera, like five static cameras that are just covering the whole stage and it's like cut to camera one, cut to camera two. You know, they they have these great zoom in moments when Hamilton shows up and, you know, obviously there's just like a camera on stage. They probably filmed it later on or whatever, but, you know, it had that moment of just, you know, oh, sh- this is Hamilton. This is cool. This is really, it felt like a movie. It felt like they gave him a close up. Yeah. I'm, I am also glad that they broke the proscenium and kind of went in and they broke that fourth wall and kind of went in because a lot of musicals that get filmed 
it's twofold. You either get the like, it's a movie movie, right? So then you've got like Chicago, Les Mis, all those things. And you're like, it's musicals are very theatrical. So sometimes when you put it into like movie form, it's like kind of cringy. <laughs> um, and this is from someone who loves musicals. But there's also the problem of some musicals where they just put a, a steady cam like in the audience and it's just like right, yeah. in front of you. <laughs> and, right. and you're like, <laughs> it's so far away. That's crazy. It's so far away. And and so I I too I was just like the first thing I wrote was just the filming exclamation point <laughs> and I didn't feel like we I felt like the lighting was really good it didn't get too dark and I couldn't see anything when it was a darker scene it was still lit enough that I knew what was going on where there you know I've seen movies and plays where I'm just like I can't see a damn thing <laughs> yeah what do you think Keisha um about lights or just like. <laughs> about lights what what are you just talking about in general no i one thing that stood out for me the most is probably choreography i that's the one reason i watched the second time because i was like oh they're they're doing some things they're doing some things that i really like especially like when we were talking about uh, a little bit about like motif and how like the girl was the bullet or when they were talking about uh singing about the world being upside down and it was just like oh yes i love that I love it a lot. Keep it going. Every moment. It integrated the choreography. Like, that is one thing. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, they integrate the choreography so fucking well that it it literally tells a story. Whereas, again, with musicals, you can have, like, talking, 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 dance break, talking, talking, talking. But this one, it just flowed so well. I was going to say, I actually didn't notice I watched it the second time how they're really not talking no. I was like, damn, they really didn't say no words last time. Like, this was all music <laughs> because I was like, so like enthralled the first time. So I was like, wow, this is how you know how great this is. And I came <laughs> back, didn't even know. That's a good point. They don't, there is no real talking. It's like, maybe it's a little musical talking, you know, like where they're doing their, they're saying their exposition in a, in a more melodic way, but it is still like an intro to a song or something, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. it's still the start of a new song. And then there's like, Mr. Hamilton, Mr. Washington, how are you today? I'm, you know, like all that. So it still was like about to hit into a song, which I did like. I also love that every of the main characters, right? So let's go real quick. We've got David Diggs as Thomas, Jefferson and also uh, Lafayette which I think that guy is amazing. His little hip hop French accent is just adorable. And then when he gets into and turns into like half Prince, half like Satchmo, Louis Armstrong, like New Orleans guy as Thomas Jefferson. I love that as a take for like who Thomas Jefferson would be. He would kind of be the guy, you know, that cool jazz player, you know, like. (laughs) And then we've got obviously Lin-Manuel and Christopher Jackson, who is George Washington is just absolutely amazing. We'll talk about him in a second. And then I think of the male characters, I'm ta- I'm torn because they, they share about the same amount of time and I love them both so dearly, but obviously everybody loves one more than the other, I think. It's uh, Jonathan Groff as King George is freaking gold. But I love that Hercules Mulligan is like this dude who plays like a Busta Rhymes guy. <laughs> and it's just so perfect that a guy named Hercules Mulligan would be like a bombastic, <laughs> hip-hop rapper so that was also good and that was intentional he said when he heard that hercules mulligan was part of this crew he's like that's gotta be Buster rhymes right like that you can't have a name like hercules mulligan 
and not be a, a wild child. So talking about, I think my favorite character aside from Hercules, King George, Jonathan Groff is a force. He doesn't do anything but stand there in his you know robe and his thing. But that was probably the most mesmerizing part for me where he's just, all he's using is his eyes. He's drooling. He's got spit just <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and I was like, what perfect choices for this vicious, psychotic ex-boyfriend. That is just absolutely perfect that he plays this. He has an ex-boyfriend love song where he's threatening to kill everybody's family if you leave him. I love when he, when he came out, like your comment was like, this Liberace mofo. <laughs> I know, he was Liberace to the max. It was great. <laughs> Who is your favorite character, Virginia, as far as male or female? I didn't bring up, obviously, sorry, just so everybody doesn't think I'm an asshole. Philippa Sue as Eliza Hamilton. Whoop! We're going to talk about how the whole, she's just amazing throughout, charming and beautiful, and her voice is amazing. And obviously, Renee Goldsberry as Angelica, who is also equally amazing and probably even more powerful, though I think Eliza just has such a beautiful, like, her arc is, is so good in this movie. It's really, it's like overseeing how much, how important she is into the in this thing and how beautiful she's treated in this thing throughout all. I love it. So anyway, who's yours, Virginia? Well, that's a hard question. I just love, I love them all and I love them all together. But I think I like Hercules and Angelica. <laughs> nice, nice. Angelica because her, her satisfied song and that whole rewind thing and she's singing and she's rapping and she's got all this shit happening all around her and she's just so focused and it just that song just I'm like in awe of just that song and having never seen the actor's face just seeing like how much she emotes and like the pain she's going through so primo chef's kiss to her the tf patented chef's kiss goes to Angelica And then Hercules and Lafayette, for, I just love them together as well. You know, Hercules has his like beanie on and he just looks really cool. And they're like thrusting their hips at one point and I uh, just, you know, yeah, those are two, to take in. Two sexy bros, Hercules <laughs> and Lafayette, they, they would be at the party. They would be the last ones to leave that Sure. Like I wanted to be in that party, <laughs> dancing on the street, drinking another drink. <laughs> what about you, Keisha? Man, I you know you guys. I was as you guys are talking, I was thinking about. Everybody, I really don't know. Like I really loved everybody, but I also, which is probably not people's most favorite character, I love Burr. Like I love that guy. Yeah, to talk about Burr, absolutely. So I obviously, um, well, can I backtrack just a touch into mm-hmm. Lynn Manuel's like original fe- like process for this? Just for a second, if I'm, this would be a little deep, but so it <laughs> just be a hip hop album, uh, and he was there. You can look it up. I'm sure many people have seen it. There's this uh, poetry society at the White House um, video on YouTube where he's debuting this, and in his mind, he's singing it as. Burr 
Burr, Lin-Manuel is, he's doing this as Burr and thinking that Burr, Burr is the hero, right? And he's, the hero is so frustrated and mad that he's not getting the attention. And it's, it's awesome. It's basically the whole, how did the bastard orphan, all of that is, it starts there. And then he, uh, when it came out, he was, he wanted somebody who was gorgeous and who had such a beautiful voice and who had everything, quote unquote, to be the foil to who ends up being the, the titular star of the show. So having Leslie Odom be, oh, just so good in everything and still not win is so perfect. You know what my favorite Burr moment is? Because he's he's very like put together and he's, you know, he's like, I don't show my emotions. I don't share my opinions. But then when he's like running for president, he's like mm-hmm. jovially like going across the stage. Yep. And I never noticed that because you can't see their damn faces. And I was like, oh my God. And he's like skipping. Yeah, and like the even like- <laughs> less you know i didn't know that that was like his his idea of like a banner for himself you know like this is this is what i see whenever i walk around it's just like and i you're absolutely right that choreography those little things that's why this musical is so uh so awesome and a must watch what else Keisha? sorry i cut you off because that burr thing is so perfect no i think i like mentioned a lot of things and like when i think about burr i think of that that part where he's like yeah this is my this is my time i'm on top now no one can stop me and he's just so jolly and i'm like oh look at burr he's about to shine not really but he's feeling good about himself that that is that is i think why this is such a such a cool thing to do because like i said like you're absolutely right and virginia said too i had no idea that he does that in that moment he's just so bubbly he's so jovial and of course he would be like phony you know vaseline smiling it you know like just really going big on the grinning because he's trying to sell himself but he has nothing else to sell other than his smile right at least in this story right uh so so good i also really like and peggy just the whole concept of and peggy Peggy. uh (laughs) and, and good for her her name's jasmine jones so we don't get yelled at in the comments and she was awesome too what i really loved is i had no idea that she ends up being like the vixen and that turn is great like the turn from little sister to you know temptress was oh yeah well and her and peggy is so high pitch and then when she sings that the sexy song in the red dress I was like, okay, sis, all right. That that song makes me, like, angry and also, like, turned on. (laughs) I'm, like, so confused. I'm like, you say no, you bastard. Like, (laughs) but then I'm like, yes, I, yes, I will come over there. (laughs) Kate hates that song because she's like, you would fucking do that. I know you. (laughs) What? I don't. Oh, I hate it. You better say no to this. I'm like, oh, no, no, I will. I don't, it's, it, it will never happen. It's hypothetical. It's a movie. <laughs> it's true she does that turn is so great it's so cool obviously that's something that happens and really only happens in theater which is so great like obviously John Lawrence also plays Philip you know so he plays like the little brother and that's something that doesn't happen in movies or in other forums really so it's really fun to see when they and then you kind of buy it it's like what we do in improv right what we've done on the show a million times where I can all of a sudden embody Luke Skywalker and you're like okay that's Luke now and it's so cool that they're able to pull it off and they pulled it off really well I was blown away that that Jasmine Jones was both Peggy and uh, my my dream girl. <laughs> but and then it's 
it's cool too because they've specifically chosen these two characters right so you've got like this childish little sister and then you've got the the, everyone's almost playing like somehow like a little bit of an opposite or with um the guy who spoiler alert dies but then is also the son you know because there's this like crying moment while he's dying and he's talking to his son and all of a sudden he becomes his son yeah and you're like uh the uh i would call him the lando of this uh whole musical because <laughs> he is real up in hamilton's face like he's gonna touch some butts <laughs> bums he's 1776 version of thumbs and bums also the butts in this which i noticed when i saw it in person are so good <laughs> because they're wearing these tight they are <laughs> and every, all the tops are kind of short so the butts are just like hi Oh no! <laughs> like, I think that everyone, like they, when they cast this show, everyone is so attractive. Like, and then they have these costumes on that make them look so cool, and you're just like, how are all these beautiful people in one room? Yes, absolutely. I think, uh, I mean, even like David Diggs, I love him. He's got that great hair. Everybody's look, and he's not like the most fit dude. He's just like a little skinny guy, but he still looks cool. Everybody looks cool. Chris, uh, Chris Jackson. That's my dude, Dr. Dre. So they like they had him come in with that Dre music. Like it really feels like he's the boss of all bosses, kind of kind of thing. Oh, it was so good. I noticed that I think Keisha cr- almost cried. Or did you almost cry during this one? Did I almost cry? I almost cried when he um when the uh when the sun was shot. Spoiler. It's not- <laughs> I guess it's not a spoiler because it's history. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I get, right. I was like, mm, everyone should know. <laughs> Hamilton's dead, guys. He died 300 years ago <laughs> or something like that, like 280 years ago. But also, that was my like, my least favorite part because I was pissed because, like, why would you tell him to do that? Oh, when you're saying when he was like, yeah, you can go duel with uh, this guy. Yeah, go to the duel, but don't duel. Don't do it. Go to it. <laughs> Guns, take my guns, son. Uh, but don't use them. Yeah, he's not the best dad. I think. No. <laughs> Bad dad. Hamilton is definitely a, a kind of a dumb dad. Right. <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's kind of not likable in, in a lot of regards. You know, he doesn't, he kind of ignores his wife. He's super driven and only his own concerns and passions. Sometimes he's a little annoying. He's a chief. <laughs> Uh, obviously. So not the best dude, but yeah, I like that. I think we all cried in this movie. I know I did. Uh, did you, Virginia, uh, did you cry in this movie? I have cried every time I've watched this. <laughs> in fact, the first time I watched it, I skipped over the deathy part because I was like, I just want to enjoy the music and I don't want to cry right now. <laughs> <laughs> stress you're like you know what i'm gonna just let's fast forward this thanks disney plus <laughs> shout out to disney plus if y'all want to support we're here doing stuff for you we can't watch it on a free trial so use somebody else's account they would do that wouldn't they <laughs> would and they did those uh okay so wrapping up we're gonna come to sort of the end of this how did we feel about the last section because this is when we started crying right like we've got sons getting murdered divorces or not divorces but i guess like relationship relational separations i can do that word and it's just like all sorts of pain and the forgiveness can you imagine uh, you know uh which i sing in my head like every five minutes because i just think it's so beautiful what do we think coming through towards the end of this? I 
Well, I have two things. I'll talk fast because we're running out of time. One, I love the kind of switches. And it's like, all of a sudden it's kind of like, Eliza's like, no, I'm bringing myself back into the narrative. Um, here's things that happened. And Burn is a really good song. <laughs> That's my synopsis. I, but what I wanted to tell you guys was, and I don't know if I said this when we were watching it, I went to a burlesque show in Seattle that was a Hamilton burlesque show. And I watched this woman sing and strip to Burn and her voice was impeccable. And this was her body. But, <laughs> sorry, I'm not obsessed with bodies. Apparently I am. That's great. No judgment. Her, she, and then she did like, you know how in burlesque shows, they always have like pasties and they do little like twirlies. So she was like twirling to burn. <laughs> it just weird. <laughs> it was weird, but it was also like really impactful and, and it was actually really, really good. If you can ever see a Hamilton burlesque, it's really fun to see them dressed up as like um, in soldier outfits and then naked. <laughs> I, I need to, I need that in my life. The, the fact that I didn't know that existed until now. <laughs> Can we go to um, a burlesque show? A Hamilton burlesque show? When this, when this thing ends, this COVID stuff ends, which will be in, you know, 2033 or something. But when that's done, Hamilton burlesque show. Yes. We'll do a live improv show at a burlesque show for Hamilton. Keisha, your thoughts. Um, I really, the second half is where I, I mean, it's, it's, there's a lot of drama, but I really love the ending because of the drama. And I feel like this is where the choreography and the bullet keeps coming back and just like all of the great things. That's where the lights are booming. Like everything is booming. The only thing that I dislike at the very end is the cry. I just, I wish that it didn't end like that. I, me personally, I don't like the way that it ends. Oh, that's funny. We should talk about that. So I, if yeah. I you're talking about the the fact that Eliza is looking out and she's like, you know, I tell your story and all that stuff. And uh, at the very end, the last moment before it all ends, she's looking out into the audience and then she gasps very loud and is very like, you know, shocked at whatever she sees, Some something that will that's never described as to what she actually sees. And it's been a little, I would say, I mean, everything's, con- when nobody has work or anything, everything is controversial on like Twitter and whatnot, but it's been a bit of a controversy because people are like, what is she gasping at? Why is that happening? That's weird or that's confusing. Lynn himself basically said it's kind of open to per- uh, interpretation. She sees something. We don't know what it is though. And we'd rather just leave that open. It's, it's interesting because the first time I saw it I didn't see a gasp and so and then the second time I saw it there was a little gasp and then my friends were talking about like what do you think the gasp means and I was like I've never seen that but then in this it was like a full moment like light on her center stage moment so for me I was like oh that's like a kind of a different ending because before it just it ended with her but she didn't cry or do anything (laughs) so yeah why didn't you like it Keisha what 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 turned you off on it I don't know like it I maybe it was the gas itself but I just I don't know something about the greatness of all, all the other things that happened in the ending and then her gas just didn't go together I was just like mm, I see I, I I see it coming together but I don't feel like that was the bow I don't mm. feel like that that was what did it I think that she saw that Trump got elected and she was like <gasps> <laughs> she, she's like oh my heart yeah <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know. I like 
I do like in movies when for you know things where like it's left to interpretation. This this is I, this was take it or leave it for me. I don't think this was intended to really add more questions. I think this was just something that was just like a moment of like there needs to be a punctuation right at the end of this mm-hmm. whole thing. So the punctuation is her gasp, and then us saying, "Oh, maybe she saw Hamilton. Maybe uh, he's happy. Maybe he's finally at rest, or maybe you know she realizes that she's about to go meet him or something." But I like the idea that there there's a little bit of a question there and it's you know whatever it, maybe the light technician was um was falling asleep and he just didn't cut the light soon enough <laughs> the light technician was showing his butt and like we all know virginia perv it says the butt like, oh, um <gasps> I spotted a booty on stage. Um, Keisha, you might have been too young for this, but Michael, do you remember the milk commercial? The Aaron Burr milk commercial? Bay. It's a Michael Bay commercial. Is it? Uh, yeah. Shout out to Michael Bay. Uh, he. It's one of his many, many directed commercials in the early 90s. So every time, like when this first came out, I was like, how do I know the name Aaron Burr? And it was a milk commercial where he's like, Keisha, have you ever seen that commercial? No. Yeah, so it's a guy in an Aaron Burr slash Hamilton museum. And it, it centers around the day, the shooting that happened, uh, this duel. And he's uh, eating peanut butter and bread. And as he takes a bite, uh, like he's the- number one caller on a radio station. Yeah. <laughs> Prize and the guy's like, "Hey, you're caller number ten. If you could tell us who shot uh, Hamil- Alexander Hamilton in that famous duel, you can." <laughs> and he's Aaron. and he's going, uh, uh, and he he doesn't have a glass of milk to it's like wash down. Going on until it just like zooms into like a glass of milk, and it's like got milk. <laughs> <laughs> I like this thing. And then it's like, he's got behind, I remember he had like behind him a picture of the duel and it's like an oil painting of the duel. And it's like, it's like the bullet, the painting, <laughs> all of the information. And for a 30 second commercial, it's pretty, it's pretty great. That's, that's a good pull. Virginia. Michael Bay did commercials. That's how he started. He, he, and like David Fincher and a couple of other people all started in the same, don't ask me the name of it, but it's a, it was a commercial company in the late eighties, early nineties, where these young upstart directors were like, Hey, you know, you want work, make these commercials. And they, they did. And they made a, well, I think he peaked with his Aaron Burr commercial oh. as a primo commercial. Oh, as a commercial. I his movies. Bad Boys. Bad Boys is a good movie. Anyway, we're gonna do we're gonna do last thoughts. We're gonna do rankings, and then we're gonna get into some improv. So, any final thoughts on Hamilton? The ending is huge. You're right, Keisha. I absolutely love the bullet motif. I love the slow motion as that that stage. By the way, we didn't talk about this enough. The stage itself was so good. I love that rotational device in the middle. It really helps both on the fun parts, on the dynamic parts when there were people like against each other and they were just rotating on the stage, or when people were dancing together and using that as their like platform to sort of almost tango with each other or even like Aaron Burr like uh, walking past uh, Angelica and he's like oh snap and like turns around and like comes back to them to them I really love the use of that just small piece but it really had such a great impact but anyway any last thoughts my last thought is that 
I love how I think this show opened up the arts to a lot of folks who didn't see themselves in the arts, mm-hmm. as well as especially musicals, because musicals are very old white man kind of industry. It's who the audience is and it needed to be shaken up. Yeah. And so and I just think it's so cool, like I said, to see people who are into it who probably wouldn't have ever thought like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm into musicals. Yeah. <laughs> And also In the Heights is really good, Lin-Manuel's first show. Uh, But yeah, so for me, I just, I'm so glad that it could open up and that I I love that the show also in New York, you know, they had student shows, they had students who got on stage and they had to like rehearse telling some history through song or rap or hip hop or dance and stuff like that. So they really like involved their community. And I think it was through the like Rockefellers or something, but they were able to give like, you know, 20,000 kids free tickets to see the show. And they changed the lottery system on Broadway because it used to be you had to stand in line and they were the first ones to get an app. So they really like kind of just gave old Broadway a kick in the butt. In the cute little butt. Adorably tight. Thanks, Thanks, Lin-Manuel, for taking it right in those tight booties. Keisha, any final thoughts? I'm just glad that this was something that we all enjoyed. And it was great from start to finish, and I can't Let me go cut on. A second. Are you saying you didn't enjoy Rocky Four or Space Jam or uh, any of the other movies we've watched up to Star Wars? Um, n- not exactly. <laughs> and, well, this is also, I feel like, something we all watched a second time after we watched it. I'm not going to go watch any of those again in the near future. <laughs> In the near future, don't lie. You you know you're one and done on everything we've watched so far. Yeah, that's true. I do. I do. I mean, this was awesome. I think so far it's do the right thing and Hamilton mm-hmm. have been the two reasonably enjoyable all across the board movies. Although I do love Independence Day and that's coming soon. So what? Uh, or that might be out by the time this is out. Yeah, I think this is, that's going to be out by the time. What are our rankings? But first, our rankings song goes. Give me a BK. What you talk about is ranking time. We are Frankenstein. We are tanking time. We're going to do the ranking time. Yeah. Love it. You put me on the spot there. I wasn't ready. Okay, Virginia, what do you give this movie? I give this movie five guns. Five gun salute? A five gun salute. I think it was a really great filming of a stage production. And it sure blows like those live musicals they do on NBC, like out of the water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like Queen Latifah is Ursula. Get out of here, Ursula. This was pretty good, but that's the only one they did okay on. Anyway, that's all for another time. You think it beats like the PBS versions of when, you know, like they have those like PBS, like Sweeney Todd or... Uh, the great performances. <laughs> great performances. No production value. It's just an, an orchestra and they do the whole play. It, it hits better than that. Down on wax on that just in case we ever go to England and they're like... <laughs> vitriol at you for saying that that Hamilton beats whatever Sweeney Todd. Uh, okay, Keisha, what is your ranking? Um, my ranking um, would be five bullets because I'm not going to throw away my shot. Hey. 
musical. That's in the musical. I'm gonna give this movie, I'll give this movie 10 Hercules Mulligans. Cause there's just so much good Hercules Mulligan in this movie. That that dude just, he warms my heart. I didn't know that I would, I didn't know frat boys existed in the seven, in the 700s and I love him so much. Oh my gosh, the ladies. All right, so that's it. That's been the first part of this show. We always have a good time talking about this stuff. I hope we didn't bore you too much. I really think this is a something that's worthwhile. I love that like so many kids are watching this now with their parents in quarantine. I see a whole bunch mm-hmm. of that on like Instagram. I love the idea that for those little children's, George Washington's going to be a black guy for a long time until they finally get to school. And they're like, oh, that doesn't look like, that's not my George Washington. You know, I love that. And this is great. So please, please watch it, support it. It's amazing. It's worth it. It looks great. People have spent thousands of dollars to go see this live. And this is as good as you're going to get ever and save that money. So go check it out. When we return, we will do some improv based on what we talked about. And I guarantee you, more than anything we've ever done, this theater will not be greater than the theater that we watched. No doubt. All right, we'll be right back. And we cut to the world's largest renaissance fair. Hear ye, hear ye. Welcome to the 27th annual renaissance fair and reenactment. Please make sure that you turn your cell phones off and that you have appropriate costuming and shoes. Thank you. I can't believe I brought my cell phone. What an idiot. Oh my God. Ma, do you, can you hold on to my cell phone? Oh dear. I'm sorry. I was too, too, too into the butts. Ma, oh, gross. Can you just, can you, can you hold my cell phone and just like, don't it's be just, weird? How do they make it look so good with the armor? Mom, butts are stupid. Stop being so stupid. Just hold my phone. I give it here. I give it here. All right. So I'm going to, I'm going to go play swords with my buddy, Chris. Okay, so don't look at butts and I'll be right back. Buy me a turkey leg too. Time, honey. Give me, give me a huge turkey leg. Okay, like I want like just a turkey leg. Well, uh, fantastic for you. All we have are turkey legs. So you said you'd like a large turkey leg. Would you like anything to drink? Yeah, give me, um, give me, uh, give me one of those, uh, beers, the root beers that look like regular beers, but just root beers. My son's only, he's only 12. He can't really drink. All right. All right. So we've got one big leg and, uh, one stein, uh, non-alcoholic, I think not a hundred percent sure. Test it on the kid. You'll be fine. Well, he's a growing boy, so it might be very much. Enjoy the fair. Love your dress, by the way. Oh, thank you. I got it from the thrift store. Do you go to that Renaissance thrift store on... Oh, my gosh. That's where I got this corset. Oh, my gosh. You know, last time I went, they were all out of corsets. Oh, well, you should definitely go back. I mean, I put... um, you can, you only have to do one, but I really like my boobs to be like under my chin. Well, you're the reason there weren't any corsets. <laughs> you want to borrow one? I could just give it to you. No, hey, actually, funny thing. Hey, I have four sets of corsets. Would you like one? Pardon? Oh, I was just saying, hey, hi. Yeah, I'm the corset salesman. I was just saying, I have four sets of corsets if you, if you, if you want, if you need a corset. 
Are you selling corsets out of your van, sir? I mean, what better place to sell than, you know, where you make them? Wow. Wow. You know. Excited, too. I'm extremely and are, are those seamstresses? Are those corset seamstresses I see back there? I've got three people who work with <laughs> I don't want to apply any roles to them because they may or may not be legal. But there they are, four sets of corsets. Sewing corsets all day long. Sewing corsets all day long. Uh, wow. to show some more corsets, please. They finally have a seller who wants to buy. I don't know if I should buy. Oh, dang. My salesmanship isn't what it used to be. We also have beanies for sale. Would you like a, do you have a beanie that you want? You know what? I think I feel better about the beanie. Okay, we've got, we got four beanies. And, uh, give me two beanies. Two beanies, got it. You sure you don't want a corset? Oh, I don't want to do the whole, the whole, the whole shebang. Like, I don't want to get obsessive. I don't, I, I don't want to be the one to say this, but you know, I think it's going to really help out your figure. You know, I, well, all right. If you suggest, but if I have any problems, I'm going to be right back. You no, know, you're not going to have any problems. There's a boob to chin guarantee with every one of my corsets. So you're going to love it. Your son's going to love it too. I, that's a weird statement, but I'll take it. Ching, 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 ching. Chris, Chris, stop. You're, you're supposed to go down when I hit you. No, no, that's not the choreography we talked about. What do you mean? I was going up high overhead and I was coming down and you said yes. Why do you always do this? God. Because I'm really hungry and I want some root beer. Root beer's for losers, Chris. Are you a loser? I'm not a loser. I'm, my mom says that I'm really special and that she loves me and that I have a very imaginative imagination. It's an imaginary. Well, my mom says you have a great butt. Moms are stupid. Your mom thinks I have a great butt? It's, yeah, it's not cool. I probably should have said anything. It's weird, but I kind of like it. Shut up, Chris! Okay. Oh, man. I think I have the wrong size um, sword. I think what I need is like, oh, a mace. Is that what that thing is called? Where it's like you twirl it and it's got the spiky ball? Yeah. Hey, guys, places in five minutes. Places in five minutes. I, I don't know. Uh, hey, uh, I'm a little nervous. I didn't learn all the choreography for this. I mean, you know, how hard is it to reenact fighting and war? <laughs> No one knows what they're doing. I think it's extremely hard. It's war, right? Like, it's gotta, it can't be easy. Uh, I mean, here, okay. I will, um, I'll tell you when to get out of the way when the cannons go off. Oh God, I'm sweating everywhere. Can we get the director in here? I'm getting real, ugh, ugh. I'm getting nervous. Places in four minutes. Places in four minutes. Tina. Steven, I heard that you needed the director. I do, I do. I just, what can I do for you? 
problems learning choreography. Uh, you know, it's not, I'm, I'm more of a, you know, Shakespearean actor and this was, you know, a Renaissance fair. So I'm not really, I wasn't really keyed into it. And now I'm getting real nervous. Like I'm not going to know what I'm doing out there. You're going to be great or else my name isn't Michael Bay. Oh my God. Bay. The bombs will go off Every two seconds, there will be a bus that flies through and catches on fire. Then when the cannons go off, you're going to fly. Okay, time out, time out, time out. Bombs, did you say? There's, this is uh, bomb related? There's pyro in this? This is a Michael Bay production. Places in one minute. Okay, wait, hold on. No, no, no. Uh, uh, I didn't, I wasn't told about a cannon. Gonna be great. You're gonna be great. No, no, no. Put your harness on. We've got the stunt guy for later. Places in 30 seconds. Places in 30 seconds. How did who how did you get a harness on me out of nowhere? This my- We're just gonna clip you in here and um you're gonna feel some tightness when you get lifted up. Horses? But uh put your balls to the side and good luck. All right, showtime. Break a leg, everybody. This is a corset. It's not a harness. It's not even a. It's not even a harness. It's just a corset. Please don't make me do this. I'm so excited for this show. I'm so excited for this show. Oh, yes, your chicken leg, dear. Hi. Um, let me bend over and pick it up. Oh, I, I shouldn't. I know I sound really young, but I'm actually 25. It's my weird voice. And maybe it was weird that I was playing with your kid, but just know. I just wanted you to know I have a weird voice. Oh, well, I'm a little relieved. I guess my son told you. Well, since it's out in the air, you got a nice bum. Just, I never get complimented. And so this is like... I love how your boobs are like under your chin in that corset. Oh, wow. You know, I, I, I didn't believe the guy when he told me how great it would look. But now that you noticed, it's I'm hard. flattered. <laughs> and you, the way you, you hold that root beer and that turkey leg, it's the whole Renaissance picture. And it's beautiful. Wow. You're really a stud. Thank you. Thank you. Um, (laughs) You want to watch this show together? Oh, well, I think it's starting. You know where your son is? No clue. Who cares? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Oh, gosh. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. They didn't see me get on stage. Oh, my God. I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a real star. Oh, um, that stupid Chris and my mom's boobs. Not going to ruin my time now. Oh. Hey, um, here's your gun. Oh. Um, you're going to need this. You're on in two minutes. Okay, this is like a real, this is like a gun gun. I don't know <laughs> had this in the 1700s, but okay. I got it. I'm ready. I don't need Hey, kid, I'm going to put you in your harness, all right? I'm just going to tie you up in this thing. We're going to get you up. Remember, when you're flying, just suck your abs in and don't spin around. Got it. Got it. Abs, spin, done. I'm ready. Okay. This is it. This is my moment. Sorry, I gave you a gun earlier. I mean, here's your, um, here's your sword. Okay. 
Wait, do I keep the sword or the gun? Which one do I keep? Whatever. It's your choice. Okay, I'm going gun. That feels more like uh, dangerous. I like this. We're going gun. My, my mom will never see it coming. Yeah, yeah, kid. Here you go. Hi. You're on. Oh, oh, it's tight. Oh, that, that's really tight. Okay. And, and what do I do now? <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that my kid? He's got a gun. I got a gun, Mom! Oh, my kid's a star. Star! This hurts! Kid, you're supposed to sing the song. Uh, sing the song. Uh, uh, here I am, up in the sky. I've got a gun, and I do not know why. I'm gonna shoot, and I'm gonna win. That's what's up, because I hate my mom. That's my son up in the sky. He's gonna go far cause he is that guy. What a cool kid I have indeed. Shut up, mom! <laughs> my thunder! Why, why can't I have anything? He's still my best friend. He's 30 years old, but he's still my best friend. What do you mean? I got you a turkey leg and he's gonna be your dad. <laughs> It's a metaphor for my whole life. He's eating my own turkey. This is ridiculous. It's a really good turkey. This root beer is really good, too. Let's talk about it after the show. Kid, kid, it's time for the fight. Come on, shoot the gun and stuff. Okay, okay. I've never shot a gun before. I've only shot Nerf guns. This is sorry if I, if I mess. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Why, I am the bad guy, and I am going to win the fight. Oh, no. He's a bad guy. There's never a bad guy in a play. What do I do? This is a war reenactment, so one of them has to be bad. Oh, it's negligible. Sometimes in war, people kind of have their own beliefs and sides, and sometimes they battle, but it's not necessarily a good or a bad or good or the evil thing. It's sort of, you know, righteous and, and must do what you have to do for your people in your country. Not always good and bad. Just putting it out there. So you're saying... Oh, I am contemplating what you were saying, kid. Now, so you're saying that I could... I'm not the bad guy. I could be the good guy or just a guy. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying inherently just because we're fighting a war does not make you a bad guy. I learned it in history class. It's okay. Hmm. I mean, you, you have a nice face. Let me ask you a question. Do you like my mom's boobs? She's in row three. Yes. I like your mom's boobs. That guy. (laughs) No. Mom, you ruined everything. Honey, don't worry about it. Everything will be okay. I hate that I can hear you from all the way up here. I hate it. Mom. Yes, son. I love you. I love you too, dear. I still have your turkey leg. You got me another one? Yeah. Your friend left. He's not interested. Oh, you scared him off? Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew. All right, we're sitting in Liberace in two minutes. Liberace, do you have your, um, your jacket? Yes, I do. But I have missing three crystals. Oh, fuck. Get him the crystals. 
also, I need my butt implants. Oh, oh God. Oh, there, if you uh, don't have a derriere, then no one will care. That's that's your famous phrase. You don't have a derriere, no one will care. Sir, I I I I am so sorry. Uh we we checked your opulent and gorgeous green room and we didn't see we didn't see your anything. It was actually weird. It was like just gold. I could barely see. We put on the sunglasses first before you go in. I'm so sorry. That's my fault. You're absolutely right, sir. I I <laughs> Yeah, uh, but you know, we've only got a minute left. Can you go on with no derriere? I will go on this one time without my derriere, but those burlesque dancers better have their titties out. Yeah, no, we've got, (laughs) for you, known straight heterosexual piano player, we've got the uh, biggest and bestest boobs you could ever imagine. They're going to be swinging and singing Dixie. They should swing left and right, right and left, up and down and around. Not for my case, but you know, the audience, they like that sort of thing. This is all for the audience, obviously. And Liberace is on in five, four, three, two. Bored and bad things going on. Shooting is bad, and those things. Uh, we sing songs, we eat our turkey legs. Root beer for you and me. Oh, God. He still got it, babe. He still got it. Unbelievable. Amazing. Mm. Oh, my, my best gosh. performance because I don't have my dairy yet, and I'm very upset. Oh, no. Where's he going? He's storming off. Excuse me, ma'am, with the boobs under her chin. Are you you talking to to me? I saw your interaction with your son, and, well, I've never had a mother. And I just, can I sit with you? Because the way you handled your son, I just need a hug. Oh, well, of course you can. I don't, I don't have no problems. I've always wanted, I've always wanted to meet you. I just love your work and your sparkle and you just shine so bright and you had such a great solo and oh my goodness, lay your head down on my boobs. They're like a pillow. Would you like to wear this crown? It's really heavy, but it feels nice. Oh, wow. You would let me. Oh, wow. It is really heavy. It changes everything about you. Just love it. Love it. There, there. Uh, Mr. Bay, Mr. Bay, calling Mr. Bay. Uh, We've unfortunately, we've had a couple of snafus during the show. Uh, Liberace has abandoned the second act. We've got a child shooting a live weapon with live ammunition from the sky. Really need you down here to corral this. There's been cannon fire nonstop. Uh, We don't have any more cannons left. I don't know how that's possible. I didn't put in $25 million of my own money to have no cannons for the finale. I I can't disagree with that whatsoever, sir. But uh, you've had cannons for the intro, uh, the whole entire show. And uh, unfortunately, none for the finale. Seems like a a mistake. Let me get the pyrotechnician. He knows what to do. Daniel? Okay, so um, there's a bit of a problem. Um, we're, all, we're all out of the cannons. Um, there's one left, but it's, 
it, it might it might take out everyone. You're saying we have just the one live cannon left. We have one live cannon. It might be the the only cannon that we'll see ever again in life because we'll all die afterwards. Do you think you can rig this up? So when that guy says, I love you, mom, and by that guy, I meant the child, it can just... Mr. Bay, Mr. Bay, I have to advise against this. This this feels this feels dangerous, reckless. I can get it done. Oh God, you shouldn't have, Daniel. This is why I hired you, Daniel, and Mr. Disney representative. We're gonna do the bombs. I'm on it, everyone. Uh, I, I guess get in, in places to die. It's been a pleasure working with you all. Oh my God, so nervous. Oh, I'm going to be in the finale. Where's my mom? My mom's like just gone. She just like walked out with Liberace. Oh no, son, we're here. We're here. Talk to your son. Yeah, I know there's been a lot going on. I seem like a bit of a floozy and it was first your friend, but now it's Liberace. But, you know, he's a really nice guy and I think you'll really like him. Mom. Mom, is Liberace, like, inside of you right now? Like, what's going on? Why are you just laying on top of her, Liberace? We don't have to talk about that, dear. Right now, just, um, here's a turkey lug, and don't forget your vegetables. Mom, stop offering me turkey legs and stop banging everybody. It sucks. I have my corsets. The corsets. You can't, uh. See, I told you. Those corsets, four sets of them. Great. Mom. All right, everyone. Um, let's let's get in get in places. Mom, I gotta I gotta finish this play, but you're you're the worst. You're having sex with Liberace. I love you too, baby. I love you too, son. I love you as well. I love you as well. Boom, boom, boom. Fizzle, fizzle, fizzle. Really making this about you, but I've got to go. I have a call. I got my my one minute call because I'm a star, mom. I'm a star now. I am. Is Libra? Oh God, he's just going right at you, and you're not even. You're just- Ooh, it's fun having fun. Is that what they call a five gun salute where you're from, Liberace? Butts, 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 more butts, butts, butts. Wow. I gotta I gotta go. And you know, if you were a real mom, you would stop having hot sex with Liberace and come see me be a star. All right, I'm 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 really sorry, sir. Um I I thought that the bomb would would kill everybody, but it it it, it just kind of went kaput. Daniel, you know, I have trusted you. On every production I've worked on, I have never hired another pyrotechnic, but you failed me and you failed this audience and you failed the whole pyrotechnic industry. I'm, I'm hey. really sorry to hear. Hey, sir, sorry to interrupt. Uh, yeah, my name's, my name's Gregory. I'm a corset salesman, but I couldn't help but overhear your problem. Uh, and I think I can help you out. My seamstresses are also expert in experts in firearms and are able to put together something I think that will really send this play off with a bang, if you know what I mean. How much you gonna charge me? 
Uh, I heard the going rate was $25 million. I can get just under that at 24. But for you, I'd take a glass of milk and a smile. Milk and a smile, you say. Sold. All right, girls. Time to do that bomb thing we talked about last week. Let's go. Okay, Cindy. I know we were just making corsets, and now we're going to use our pyrotechnic skills. We have no health insurance, and that man is terrible. Yeah, I know. Should we kill him? I'm, I'm for it. Okay. Okay, I can hear you guys. So hold up with that. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, hate to do that, but I have to have all of my employees bugged because of the constant threats of death. Uh, don't do that. Just make the bombs. Make you bombs, sir. Okay, great. Thanks. I can trust you ladies, correct? I can trust you ladies to make the bombs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bombs, bombs, bombs. Bombs, bombs, bombs. Boom, boom, boom. We're secretly fighting to kill our boss, kill our boss, kill our boss. We are secretly killing our boss. Killing our boss. Killing our boss. boss. I'm wondering what we're doing. Was be a salesman for you. Yet somehow I'm always threatened, always worried, always scared, knowing my employees are planning to make me burn. We're planning to kill our boss. We're gonna shoot him in the foot or face. Then we're gonna burn his head and feet. I have a weird thing with legs and feet. Okay, uh, can we just, can, I, I, I don't want you to kill me. <laughs> Stop singing about it. I feel your, I hear it. Okay, sir, we promise not to kill you, but we want paid vacation. We want to form a union. We also want health care, and we'd like to make more than minimum wage. And I don't want to have to make 25 corsets every four minutes. And I want a coffee machine. All right. Well, uh, lucky for you, I could do the coffee machine part. So that should be enough, right? Unions. Unions. Got it. Got it. That's not happening. Coffee machine, yes. Unions, nope. Not even close. We're plotting to kill our boss. And to shoot him in the feet. Hands, legs, and the throat. You say... A coffee machine's not enough to get you to make bombs. That's okay. I swear if you sing that song, I'm gonna go tell your moms. Please quit it and just make the bombs for Michael so he can have his show and I will do it. I'll get you some really delicious espresso. Immigrants. We get the job done. I guess we'll just do it. <sighs> Fuck. Uh, we cut to we cut to the end of the show. The bombs have been made. Uh, Mom, All right. Yes, dear. It's been a rough day for me. You know, I I'm I'm so sorry. You know, I thought this day would change your life, and I just made it all about me. Said you were going to be here for me. Well, I was here, and I saw you did a great job so far. You 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 ruined my relationship with my best friend, and then you allowed Liberace to penetrate you. 
Well, dear, there comes a time in all adults' lives where it's necessary and you will know at a later date. But we don't need to talk about this anymore because mommy's business is mommy's business. Not when you do it in the (laughs) backstage of a Ren Fair play. Of course it is. Listen, I know you don't understand yet, but... What, what you saw was just a part of nature. Now, yeah. we need to talk about your last performance. I, it's hard for me because Michael Bay just keeps saying, got milk every time he walks past me. And it's gross. He's talking about you and your boobs. Got milk. No, he did it again. Well, I can't stop what people say. But I know what's in my heart, and I know what kind of son I got. What's in my heart is great things. And what was inside of me was also really great. We're moving on. You keep just talking about yourself. I'm trying to talk about you, but you won't let me. I fucking hate this. All I wanted wanted was a turkey leg. And I got you several. Yeah, but it always had, like, glitter on it or something weird. I hate it. Listen, we don't need to talk about this anymore. You're going on stage now. Okay. This is your big production. Don't worry about me. I'm going to go, and I'm going to walk out of here, and you'll never have to see me again. Because I realize I haven't been such a great mother. But you're going to shine. This is your time. And I want you to go and blow them away like that bomb is going to blow us away. I'm going to blow them all away. I'm going to blow them all away. But I I don't want you to go. Really? Yeah. I'm doing this all for you. Oh, my boy. My sweet, sweet boy. Can you just give me one more turkey leg and we'll finish this thing? Of course. Extra toasted, roasted. Is there any other way? You got it. Places, everyone, places. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. I think the play is right. All right, my cast, this is your final director's pep talk. Go out there, give it your all. Don't let the booms scare you, don't let the butts distract you. Go out there, show them what you got. What? Okay, sorry. Yeah, I got a question. Uh, I, hey, Leonard, that was the original star of the show before uh, this child showed up. Um, like, am I, do I still have to get into any canons or anything? Or Just do what we told you. Yeah, see, that's the interesting thing. I haven't really gotten a lot of directing in this. So, uh, you know, anything you could tell me to fill me in as to what my role. When I direct, I just feel things you feel things, then we put those feelings on stage and we blow them up. Okay, so I'm pretty sure that sounded cooler in your head than it did when you said it out loud, because I still don't know what you're saying. When we're creating a scene, you go out there, you do the scene, and then you get the fuck off the stage and we have a moment. Okay, uh, all right. I hope I don't die from this. Just give it your all. Act the shit out of it. It'll be awesome. Then get off the stage. Okay. Keep, you know, you're just saying the same thing like every time, right? Like nothing's changed. Uh, like two words. 
or different one foot in front of the yes the other foot you walk on the stage you do your thing then you get the fuck off the stage okay okay that is not that is that is just a life lesson that you tell like a three-year-old that isn't even directing okay it's a play you don't say action at plays by the way i'm just gonna say that i'll go but this is curtains Oh, okay. So I'm ready to go. Uh, I'm ready for my close-up, Mr. DeVille. Yeah, let's do it. You're on. Go. I can't move. I'm scared. I want a turkey leg. I just want my mommy. So scared. Son, you got this. Got this. Got this. Got this. Oh, you're standing right here. Why are you whispering and echoing? I just wanted to give you an extra pep talk. Thanks, Mom. But I didn't want to distract you. Don't worry. Just do your best. Did you get me my toasted and roasted turkey leg? Of course I did, but you can't have it till after the show. Go. You're a kid. You've got a beautiful face. You've got great hair. You're going to be great. If I can go and sing without my bum, you can go out there and show the audience everything. You've got heart. You can do it. Thank you, uh, sir, li- Mr. Well, I don't know. Is it just li- thank you, Liberace, sir, Mr. Sir? Like Madonna, just one word. Okay, cool. That's that's good to know. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks, Mr. Sir, Liberace, Madonna. Okay, we're going. I'm doing it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna. Oh shit, sir, Mis- uh, Mr. Bay, sir. Oh my. Oh, there was a major explosion. Blood everywhere. Body parts. God, oh, no. It was picture perfect. Sir, I think we need to leave the country. This is this is very bad. My magnum opus. Breaking news. On um at today's Renaissance Fair, the opening, there was a big explosion that um took out over a thousand um attendees of this. Sad, sad um, fair. Did you, um, Jeff? You're 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 currently there right now. Can you give us? Um, can you tell us a little about what's going on um, out there as we speak? Thanks, Bill. Yeah, down here at uh, the Renaissance Fair, and oh boy, it is quite the sight. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen turkey legs quite so toasted and roasted. Also body parts. It's it's quite the scenario out here. The, the word is, is that uh, famed director and serious sadist and masochist Michael Bay uh, has lit off uh, a set of fireworks so powerful that it set uh, the Richter scale to three and a half for just fireworks. Massive, massive. It was felt everywhere from Washington, D.C. to uh, just outside of Washington, D.C. in Arlington really close by but still felt very you know felt it felt it it was bad it was very bad um uh yeah i hear um one of the things uh they say is the only people that really uh got out of there safe and um without harm are the seamstresses that were um originally making corsets but ended up uh creating the bombs 
Mr. Mr. Uh, yeah, Bill, actually, funny story. We've got one of the seamstresses right here right now. Uh, we're going to go ahead and interview her. Uh, ma'am, uh, can you tell me a little bit about what happened here today? He didn't have any unions, and he didn't give us the coffee maker, and he didn't give us health care, and he wouldn't pay us minimum wage or anything higher. And we were making corsets, and we were making a lot of corsets, and we were making corsets, and then we were making bombs, and then we were making bombs, and then he puts us in this van, and apparently the van is bombproof. Gosh, that's quite the tale. Uh, hey, 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 Jim, Billy, Billy, I think your real name is, is what I said at first. Uh, I just found out here that that these poor, unfortunate seamstresses have not been unionized. Therefore, wow. they are not at fault for the death of 1,000 people. Wow. Wow. Well, the, there you have it, folks. Uh, we are going to um, we're going to go ahead and uh, move on to the weather. But this has been another try day. And I, I wish the condolences for all of the families. Uh, you do need a new job. If anyone could give me a new job, that'd be awesome. I'm fireproof. Uh, thanks, Bill. Yeah, we're going to try and help out this uh, woman a job. Appreciate it. Uh, back to you in the studio. It smells horrible. Well, well, dear, um, I'm sorry your, uh, your show didn't go as planned. I, I did what you said, Mom. I went out there and I tried my best. I may have lost my arm, but I did it and I did it with you. So, you know, I still love you and I don't, you'll be happy to know I don't have any boobs now. So I, I, I can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know it's an emotional time of us, mom, not having your, my arm and you not having your boobs. Hard, hard to speak. Who, who needs them, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, I love you so much. And I, uh, I, I think now that you don't have boobs, it's a good thing. Like now you won't feel the pressure of trying to find a man and those men won't be chasing you down because of your big boobies. You know what? Let's just go home. It's been a long day. It's been a long one single day at the Renaissance Fair. Let's go home, Liberace. Let's let's all go home together. I love this family. Yes. <laughs> and see. Oh, Liberace turned into Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> <No. Can> I... <laughs> wow. Oh, man. <laughs> what a family drama. Oh, so many twists and ride. turns. <laughs> so many twists and turns. <laughs> so many bombs, so many breasts, so many bums. <laughs> That's me. There's a lot of movie in this one. <laughs> Rated R. Off at the end. Uh, oh my God. Uh, all right. Well, <clears throat> I got to recoup from that. That was amazing. Uh, uh, any last thoughts? Anything else before we check out? No. Hamilton was a great movie. <laughs> no. We are all exhausted from this ride. Uh, uh, it was a great movie, a great musical, something to recommend everybody watch. Uh, as far as for us, 
Thank you so much for listening yet again. I think we're at like week seven at this point, whenever this is released or week six or something like that. So uh, we've been doing this a while and I feel like I really enjoy this and I love the ride that we're going on and I feel like we're getting better and better every time and it's so much fun to play with everybody. Uh, check us out on iTunes, on Spotify. I promise you, I'm trying to get us onto Google so that we can do all of the formats and all of the media. Also working on websites, guarantee you that's gonna come soon. Please don't hate me for not having a website. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> us on Instagram at theater greater than film, all in words, no weird things. I got asked like a weird question, like, how is it? I was like, what? Just type in those words and stop it. <laughs> uh, also join our Facebook page for all the same fun times at theater greater than film. Basically everything is theater greater than film or TGTF. You should be able to find us. Uh, and that's it. We love you so much. And we'll be back next week with, I I think it's gonna be Rocky, probably. Rocky Four, the fourth one. Maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sort of. But Rocky Four. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Um, there's a lot of tits and ass in this one. <laughs>